Polo Coelho said, One day you will wake up and there won't be any more time to do things you always wanted to do. And as I speak, I'm still wondering what took me so long to get started. I have always enjoyed speaking, tad more than listening to be honest. A carefree wanderer, an adventurist, experimentalist, being hopelessly optimistic, new and transient excites me. In fact, that to me is beautiful. I'm a 35-year young Indian woman who values relationship more than anything. I'm a mother of two, a wife, and is blessed to belong to a close-knit family both on my and my partner's side. Having a big joint family is integral to the very fabric of India. Presently based out of London, it is this I miss the most. And it led me thinking, how can I ensure my kids who are growing up in changing geographies so very often have that broad bandwidth of values I had being raised in India? Lost in Labyrinth talks about an evangelizing journey of womanhood, parenting, life and influences. While striving to get the balance right, I'd like to share my success and more celebrated unsuccess stories. Together, on this steep learning curve, you will be a part of relatable stories, experiences and the unceremonious everyday battles, finding a way to get it right. This weekly podcast contains the exuberant cheerfulness, flippancy, joy in life and above all, the ability to appreciate the lighter side of things. Catch you soon. Hi, and a warm hello from Lost in Labyrinth. We are a family of 160 subscribers now, and it gives me immense pleasure and a sense of purpose. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm about to narrate a short story to you before I arrive on today's topic. Some of you may have heard this before, but still. Once a professor asked his students to prepare for a surprise test. The students, caught off guard by the sudden announcement, started waiting anxiously for the test to begin, making some last-minute revisions. The professor, in the meantime, took out some sheets of paper from his bag and started arranging them with text facing down. Once the sheets were distributed to all, the professor asked them to begin. To everyone's surprise, there were no questions, just a little black dot somewhere at the bottom of the page. The professor then said, I want you to write what you see there. The students were confused, shared muddled glances with one another and then got to task at hand. At the end of the stipulated time, the professor collected all the sheets and began reading them aloud, one after the other. All the students, without an exception, wrote about the black dot and its position on the paper. After reading the last of the paper, the professor now said, I'm not going to grade you on this paper, but want you all to think about this. All of you wrote about the black dot on the paper. Not one wrote about the white. And this is exactly what we do with our lives. Our lives is just like the white paper, and yet we always focus on the black. He continued, when you look at life, look at the white, 
the positives the good the blessings and cherish them and you will have so many things in life to be grateful for gratitude is what helps people refocus on what they have instead of what they lack however it is easier said than done even if we chose to look at the positives how often are we grateful for what we have do you remember the thrill of getting that first car by your parents or when you received that first remote like cell phone or for me it was the first branded shades it was unmatched but over the time our needs our luxury changed our attitude towards receiving or acquiring things changed at least for me i can't recall the last time i felt that kind of a kick or a thrill i felt then a couple of days ago someone very dear to me shared with me a story of a 10th apple and i have to share it with you a hunter once got lost on his way in the forest chasing a deer for 3 days he could neither find his way out nor could he find something to eat on the third day when he suddenly discovered a fully laden apple tree his joy knew no bounds he was so grateful to the god to the universe for looking after him that he quickly collected a few apples when he bit into the first apple he was so ecstatic rejoicing with joy he had never tasted an apple so sweet upon finishing the first he hurriedly started on the second and then third the third apple was not so sweet the sweetness of the apple along with his appetite and gratefulness had reduced drastically by the time he reached the 10th apple In economics it's called the law of diminishing marginal utility and in life it is called the law of diminishing gratefulness How often do we display our thankfulness for people things experiences that makes our lives brighter things that make our lives better A prophet is not honored in his own country or more commonly heard ghar ki murgi dal barabar though the expression is quite loosely used the emotion behind it is quite understated the western world celebrates thanksgiving for the sole intention to profess their appreciation for friends and family as for hindus gratitude is exalted as one of the most important virtues The simple act of offering bhog or prasadam every day to the deity before the family sits down to eat is nothing but expressing thanks for being provided with food. It is a way of life. My point here is don't make these things ritualistic. Embrace them in its true spirit. As for people, family, don't take them for granted. I'm sure all of us can think of times when you snubbed your parents, your siblings or your partner for disturbing you in the course of a busy day. No one is perfect and things like these happen. But did you make it up to them somehow? Any special gesture? It is that afterthought which is lacking 
and which is very important our lives are worth living because of these special people so often taken for granted often making them a punching bag instead so my dear listeners focus on the white the people who make it white for us appreciate their presence make them feel special time and again be more grateful and less entitled and that makes all the difference importantly instill this feeling in children as someone rightly put acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for abundance I have been truly grateful to you all for your love and time on Lost in Labyrinth. Your guidance and comments have been very enriching for me on this journey and I shall always cherish that. This is the close of season 1 for me and with your blessings I shall soon return. Until then, wishing you a grateful and a fruitful week ahead. Goodbye.